All right, we're actually recording with the real guest. So what's <laughs> up, YouTube? This is the Six Pack Podcast, and we got Joe slash Brewed Up Joe slash the Pint Player hanging out with us today. Well, just just me because Vince's work schedule is ridiculous. We need to figure out how to set up more mics and all that jazz. Have you had this beer before? Uh, yeah, I have. I think I got it off GoPuff for like five cents. I need some. I need to learn. What did you? What's it called? GoPuff. GoPuff. Basically, um, they do this thing called five, um, five cent sips. It's basically something like they just put out there for people to test and try. So they'll put a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, you can get up to five things. <coughs> five things. You can't get you can't get like five of the same can or something. Oh, okay. You gotta get like five different things, but you get it's twenty five cents though. You get you get so you get five different things for five five cents a piece. So you used to know how crazy like seltzers and stuff like that, and then that's how I got to try those uh, Goose Island, those bear, mm-hmm. the bear thing, the bear RPA. <coughs> yeah, so those are good those. though, man. Yeah. So yeah, so this was. This this was on there, so that's how I tried it. Yeah, we're drinking the Brewhouse Brew IPA from Shiner because uh, I wanted IPA, and I, we got a different one down there too. But yeah, dude, I think I seen on Instagram or somewhere advertisement for it, but I think you just showed seltzers. I didn't see any beers, but it's called Go Puff. Yeah, Go Puff. Okay. Let me know if you want to get on there or start an account. That I get that. We, if I refer you, we both get you know. Oh, did you send it to me? Yeah, send me the you link. Get a little something. Send me the link. But it's cool, man. It's, it's always, and plus they're like open real late, and so like they like they'll deliver you shit for like three in the morning type shit. Dude, is it local here? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm and then more uh, intrigued now. And then DoorDash. Actually has their own version of it too. It's called Dashmart, and okay. their their one of their locations is right there on Hemp Hill in the middle of the hood, right near Barry. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> like like even if you order shit, you, you, they can say you can go there and actually pick it up, type shit. Like that's what's up. Man. All the ways we can buy beer now. So yeah, so for all your snack needs, go to DoorDash or use DoorDash or GoPuff. And holla at me for a referral code, and then we'll get you hooked up. Man, I need referral codes. <laughs> I'm sponsored by uh, a tattoo product company, but <coughs> I never order any more product, and I don't. I mean, I still have some of it, and I used to like at the end of every podcast, like plug it, and I think I made like ten dollars off of it, but. Maybe I need to maybe I need to figure out what my discount code is and start talking about that again. Right. When was the last time you got a tattoo? Oh uh, my! It was. I got the gorilla touched up, and then what? Oh, I got this uh, berserker thing done, and then I got my chest done. Okay. And I did, but hey, man, but that dude's like my uncle that does my tattoos. He actually went to school with my uncles. They used to break dance together. <laughs> He's an old white dude. Nice. He's like part Indian, but man, his shop is full of like, uh, what is that? Taxidermy stuff where they stuff dead animals. And That's he's got, crazy. he's got all like these, it's like a museum in there of animal skeletons and stuff. Okay, all this Dharma shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So talk about, uh, explain with the new production company. 
Uh, so my homie, who shall be remain nameless until he's ready. Until he's ready, started a production company, Zone Two Six. Uh, basically, it's graphic, graphic design, photography, um, music production, um, everything, branding. Um, Artist development, you know, the merch, merchandising, the whole nine five. Still begin still in the growing stages, but you know, I'm I'm helping kick it off. And um, you can find it on social media at zone two six, like zone number two, spell out six. And um, yeah, man, definitely follow that and uh, watch it grow, man. Uh, it's a uh, um, it's, it's gonna be something pretty dope, and he's pretty connected <laughs> too. So yeah, he did the he did the video, right? Yeah, yeah, he did the um, the fire freestyle. Yeah, he did the fire freestyle. So on my latest uh, on my profile, brewed up Joe, that uh, I just dropped a freestyle today called Fire. Uh, it was uh, produced by DJ Pumba. If for those who don't know, he is Snow the Products DJ. So he goes on tour with Snow the Product and, you know, does all our live sets and stuff. And he, you know, produces for her and many other amazing artists. So you'll probably hear me on a lot more Pumba Beats as well. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Man, we have been having some technical difficulties with the camera, so I just want to make sure everything was still good. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm gonna murder through these beers, but you don't feel like you gotta kill yours. <clears throat> you know, I take my time. I know. <laughs> <clears throat> That's one of the things when uh, on my birthday we were at Wild Acre because me and me and my cousin Vincent we just start plowing through beers, and it's it's a really bad habit. And uh, he was like, "Hey, man, your buddy Joe, he like he he don't he he like he's taking his time," and I'm like, "That's just how he drinks, though." And he goes, why don't we do that? And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, dude. Maybe just the way that we've always drank is just like, uh, we'll try to get to that next one, which that's kind of like a alcoholic mentality. I feel like I need to address that. The only, the only way I'll drink it faster, <coughs> if it's like really delicious. Really delicious. Like like or outrageously delicious. Like Unless you're shotgunning a hot dog seltzer. Yeah, but like, I mean, I mean, even if it is like, I mean, it doesn't mean I'm not drinking it, you know, fast, just as fast because it's not as delicious. Yeah. It's just like, yo, if it's like really good and I really like how it tastes, I'll just like, I'll, I'll, I'll put it down. But like, I don't know, it's just like, I'll just chill, man. I like, like, I actually enjoy drinking the beer, you know? I don't, yeah. a lot of people I talk to, they're like, they really like choose they literally just look at the ABV and be like, "All right, I love that beer." I was like, "No." I was like, "That's it." Just because the ABV, <clears throat> just because it it's you know high alcohol intake. I mean, <coughs> I, I was, mean, I know a lot. I got a lot of friends who drink uh, NA beers, like non-alcoholic beers, and like they they like how it tastes. So it's just like, I feel like you know, that's you know. That's the like the true respect of the 
artistry of brewing. Yeah. You know, the taste, the quality. Do we have any NA beers here out of a, out of a brewery in Fort Worth? Because uh, my dad, my dad, he's had some help. I mean, there's plenty there. out there, but I don't know if we have one here, like a NA beer from a brewery. A not Worth. like, not like I don't think from a local brewery. Not local. I know. Um, Martin has has Martin House has one on tap, but yeah. As far as like canning it, I don't know anyone who actually. Yeah. Any local ones that can, if they do it, it's not a Fort Worth. Yeah, it's more like out, <coughs> out east or something. Yeah, but they're out there, and you know, I'm sure you can just find it wherever. Yeah. Maybe buy well, cause I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna look for my dad like some actual mm-hmm. like a craft, NA because yeah, they got IPA, NA IPAs, yeah. NA styles. They got like, they basically got every style. Just yeah. I guess I just need to go to the liquor store and look for them. Cause I mean, you can just go to Walmart and get them. No, they're, the they're I, everywhere. The only ones I found at Walmart was like the Natty Light NAs, <laughs> and then like uh, I think the first NA I think the first NA I ever saw was Coors, like a Coors yeah. NA. It was like a, a a gold bronze or bronze can bottle or something. Yeah, and then they got uh, and Heineken, the Heineken zero point zero. They got that one everywhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, do so. What's your favorite beer? Or is is there a favorite beer? I haven't found it yet. Haven't found it. I mean, I just, I mean, I have my vibes. So when it's just like, oh, I'll drink a lot of something at a one at a time or something. But like, as far as like the perfect beer, I don't know. It's like trying to find a soulmate. I love that. That's awesome. Put that on the t-shirt, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but for like, cause I've seen your, I've seen your fridge. You posted on Instagram, and you said you like to have choices. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that was. That was everything in there. That was my plugs fridge, man. Oh, was just like, there was, I mean, there was quad, there was Belgian quads, there was stouts, there was IPAs. Yeah. Oh, there was a, a little bit of everything. I was like, man. Shout out to all my homies who hoard beer. Like, <laughs> they, they just uh, hoard it. Like, you get to their fridge, like, you bring beer over as a good gesture, and they're like, you don't even have nowhere to put it. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily, it's wintertime, you can just leave it out, you know, it'll yeah. stay cool. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, uh, Winco had a sale on that Troy Aikman beer, that eight. Yeah, eight. And uh, I really don't. If it's ice cold, and call like, like flight or some shit. No, no, no it's, it's just called, called eight. eight. Oh yeah. yeah. One of my flight is the Yingling. Oh yeah, the light you're right. Light. Yeah, you're right. I like the flight. They have similar colors. That's why they I, do that. Yeah. That's why. I'm, but that Troy Aikman beer was it was three dollars for a twelve pack, and I was mm-hmm. like, I bought nine. And because it was just like to have, like you have a cookout at the house. It's not too bad. Ice it's cold is good, but once it gets a, like, if it gets a little room temp, like you held it too long, then yeah, I feel oh, like, yeah. I mean, like nah. Who's drinking room temp beer? <laughs> People drinking Guinness in England. <laughs> but, oh. I bet yeah, I've been drinking more barrel aged shit like. Styles. Well, it's the season style yeah. season. So, fresh <coughs> around with the when we went to Panther Island. Oh yeah, their uh, anniversary. Um, I need to get out to that Edgewise. Edgewise eight, right? Yeah. Um, Weatherford. Weatherford, man, yeah. their beer was good, dude. It's like a thirty minute drive. Yeah. Mm. It was good. And I mean, I'm not hating on Panther, but I liked the Edgewise beer more than I liked anything that I drank. That Panther had on tap. Oh. That's just that was just my flavor profile for the night. They're just they're 
part of their family. Like they're the yeah. guy, their own, the owner's cousins. That's yeah. the, that's his cousins. And actually, he's the the owner of Panther. He's from Weatherford. Yeah. So. But yeah. And then like like I did I drank an IPA when I first got there, Panthers IPA, and it just wasn't my cup of tea. Did you try that um, pina colada hazy cat? No, I didn't. Did they have it there that night? Yeah. Dang. It was a hazy cat, but it was like pina colada. It was different, but it was good. I always go to the Chiba Hut. Chiba Hut. And they always have they always have hazy cat in a can there, and then they'll have a Voodoo Ranger on tap, and they usually have uh, a Rar and Son on tap. <laughs> but yeah, last time I was there, they were like having a Smash Bros tournament. <coughs> behind For real? Yeah, they had like on the TV that two guys playing Smash Bros on Switch. I was like, hell yeah, dude! I want to see that that those slap fights in person. Yo, we, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we need to bring. That I want to Dank, forward. I want Dank to put one together. Like, yo, Dank. Oh, dude, that's what I was gonna say when you were talking about. Uh, ABV high ABVs. Mm-hmm. We're at we were at the the bearded lady that night, and mm-hmm. you did that set, and Dank was there, and me me Dank and Chad were sitting there at that table. Mm-hmm. Dank goes through the the beer list. He did. He ordered like a thirteen point seven something. <laughs> I think it was like a barley wine or a Belgian quad, mm. and he drank it. He was like, I shouldn't have ordered that. Yeah, he, yeah. A lot like, of places where he goes, he goes, where Joe be drinking? <laughs> I'm gonna get that. <laughs> Yeah, because I went to, when I went to that full Stepco show at the Post, mm-hmm. and after he did the set, he was like, you hanging out? I was like, yeah. He's like, he, he, we went to the bar, he was like, uh, what do you get three mimosas? And I was like, mimosas. he got me a mimosa, and he drank two, and I was like, but I was ready to drink a Lone Star, and, but they used to not have all that beer at the Post. I remember the first time I went, and it was like Lone Star and Shiner. I think I just drank Lone Star when I go there. Yeah, but they got a lot more on the menu. Either that, I did have Yingling too. Either I'll yeah. drink Yingling. I haven't drank Yingling in a long time. I've been taking advantage of it ever since it came here. Until it's like, I was like, I'll just drink it all the time. That's what, that's <coughs> what I was beers. Like, I drink and I just breeze through it without even knowing. I'm just like chilling. I'm like, damn, the can's empty already. Like, yeah. probably like two minutes past. I used, to, I used to give my cousin a lot of crap about it. Because he would be like, oh, man, because he used to live in uh, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And he would always talk about how, how good it was and how great it was. And then uh, I had gone to New, I went to New Orleans, and they have they have Yingling in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And we, we were supposed to bring back, like, 324, 312 packs for people here in Fort Worth. We ended up bringing, like, one 12-pack back. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, I would just always give, like... It's just it's just a beer. It's just a beer. like when people from California were all excited about In and Out. That's how I, like the, it was. A, there was a lot of hype. It's not a bad beer. Mm-hmm. It's not, but it's not a. It's not my go-to either. I feel like when you say it like that, I just keep drinking. I feel like that was like Shiner. You should try the Hershey's one. I did. I tried the Hershey's one at. Um, I was at that Fuzzy Tacos on Berry, mm. and I was like, nah, I don't, I don't want to hold it on one. tap. Or you had it on, yeah, on tap. Oh wow! She gave me a shot glass. I just, I just give me a shot glass. I just want to taste it. So it was good. I liked it. I just didn't want all that chocolate with tacos. Yeah. I didn't think it was gonna go down right. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? Oh, the new, the new project. Loggers in the lounge. I do, I do feel the difference in, in the vibe. 
Like it, it does, it does feel like a. To me, it felt like ride music, which is probably not good because you always rap about beer, and that's kind of my thing. But like, I, I feel like it's like that late night tip. Like I'm just rolling around, yeah, and I that's, mean, that's, that's, that's that's the vibe that I get. That's the that's basically the whole premise of it. Like something you can ride to, chill to, study to, uh, relax to, tan to. Tan to. Um. Shit. I'm gonna go tanning now. Yeah, fucking all that, all that jazz. Knit, you can knit to it. Knit to it. Yeah. Um. All that, you know what I'm saying? Like, read tarot, tarot cards to it, you know. <laughs> Bro, you got me over here with the Dahmer joke earlier. Now you talking about tarot cards. Tarot cards. Me and my cousin talked about religion the other day. You can meditate to it. Meditate to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just where I was at right now. It's just like, and then it was different, you know. And it it was different for me and the producer because he's he's big on just doing usual trap, like you know, dark hip hop type stuff. And I'm just like, eh. I was like, everybody everybody's doing it. Like, I was like, switch it up. Yeah, I was like, I was like, what's something you haven't done? And then I was like, "What? What's something I haven't really done?" And then we just put it together, and then somehow put put the uh, put a couple of videos together for it, and it was cool. And ran with um, it. You got a favorite song in there? Oh, was the neighborhood song? Is this yeah. name doesn't even neighborhood. Song? Yeah. yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, neighborhood's dope. Um, um, it's definitely got some hidden bars in there. Um, Dude, I still sample, go back. I still sample. go back on some of your old your old stuff on just on Apple Music, and I'm like, how did I hear this song like a lot of times? And then I'm sitting here like still hearing new stuff in the lyrics, and I'm like, okay, that's what happens, man. It grows on you. It grows on you, and then like certain stuff that didn't hit in your head the first time, like oh, you're like oh, okay. Like I didn't, I didn't. I kind of do that on purpose. Like, I'm glad you do. Yeah, because like I don't, you know, what I'm saying I was like the listeners like. Like I say, I rap for the listeners. Like, like a lot of people hear hear what I'm hear what I'm saying here. You know, but like, I rap for the listeners. So it's like <coughs> the ones that really rock with me. The they you know they're the ones that listen. So, dude, the first time I met you, we're at Wild Acre, and you were, I think I think Lazy was there, and he was doing he was DJing in between sets, and then <coughs> you had like the bucket hat on, mm-hmm. and you were there and bucket hat and sunglasses and you were just kind of chilling over there and then you started rapping and I was like, oh man, he's they only got a rapper. I was like, okay. I was like, hold on, this dude's rapping about beer. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And then you had that shirt on, that uh, uh, Death Before Domestic shirt on. And I was like, that's a badass shirt. And that's the first time I ever met you and we just sit, we were sitting there talking and then uh, then when I, the next time I saw you was at, uh, was at Lou Palooza. Yeah. And then just started showing up to your gigs and hanging out and stuff and grabbing beers. <laughs> I was mad the other night when I showed up all late for <laughs> brewery because I was like, man, it's already late. I knew you had started at like six. Yeah. And I was like, well, he goes up there and back and forth. And I was like, I'm still going to show up. And you're like, oh, man, you just missed the last set. <laughs> yep. This lady was trying to get me doing one more. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I'm out, like. Like, I'm, like, I'm tired. She's like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "I just rap for like three hours." Like, 
that did like three sets, like, and like, I made sure to like go hard each one. So I was just like, man, that's cool, man. Everybody was out of their seat dancing, stuff, vibing. Like, there was really like, there was really like, you know, listening and and you know and feeling it and like, and I'm I remember this little this little eight year old girl, eighteen year old girl. She um, walks up to me. She goes. He goes, I really like your music. I like what I hear, and uh, you you pronounce your words very well. Uh, and I was like, oh, I was just like. <laughs> and then her mom bought her a hat. I autographed it. We took a photo. And, you so know, saying it was cool, man. It was like that meant a lot. And then same same with everybody else, man. Everybody uh, showed love. Um, there, were, you know, a lot of people wondering where I'm gonna perform next and stuff like that. So it was it was cool, man. It was. Uh, it's just nice to you know connect with people and uh, and you know it was fun man. We, I even danced. I danced with them. You know we had fun. <coughs> hopefully, hopefully they'll hopefully Fort Brewery will have us back. You know, what I'm saying put in yeah. the work. Everyone put in the work. Let's go back so I can actually show up on time. <laughs> apparently, I was supposed to get a hamburger from there because apparently someone told me their hamburgers are good. And I've never, I've never even eaten there, dude. That's the first time I've ever been in that building. I've always, well, I, I saw the menu. I've always just got the pizza, like yeah, yeah. But hey, they had that that table set up too for the party. I almost grabbed one of those pizzas. I should have grabbed one. I think they just threw it all away anyway. Yeah, cause, when they cleaned up. You know. Dang, you know, and then, yeah, them people were just like, I like, damn, could I get it to go box? I know, <laughs> right. Back this shit up. They just leave like a whole meal, a whole yeah. couple meals. Up there was there. like there was like almost two whole pizzas left, and then I was like, "Oh man, I should have grabbed one." But it was cool, man, and uh, you know. But like, let's see. Still, a couple more places I want to perform in Fort Worth that I haven't yet. But you want to name them or no? Uh, the post, the post of Fort Worth. Uh, the post the River East. Yeah. Um, where else? I feel like there's one more. Post. Um. You want to do the indoor set at Post River East? I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, spring, wait till spring, do the outside joint, it doesn't <coughs> matter. Um, I feel like there's one more spot, but it's not, I keep forgetting. Um. It'll come to me. But, um, oh, and New Lola's. I haven't done New Lola's yet. Um, oh, on Barry? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't done New Lola's yet, but it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I know it is. But, yeah, it's been so far. Other than that, I've done damn near every venue. Every venue, every spot. What, what do they turn mass into? It's um, a new spot now, right? Or are they going, damn? Are they working on it? I just because I was just at, I went to the Down and Out when they on their soft open. I but haven't been there yet, but I know where it is. Nickel City's sister bar or whatever, basically. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's chill. Um, I only went in there because that bartender Caitlin from Nickel City, Caitlin Catherine. Fuck. I just oh. cat. Okay. I just call her Cat. Miss <laughs> Hennessy. Yes, Miss Hennessy. Yeah. That's a dope last name. <laughs> it is. Can I get a Hennessy? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was on. She she posted that she was there, or put on her story on Instagram that they had Rolling Rock, and I was like, 
I was like, where are you at? Where's this place? And she's like, uh, the down and out. It's right there off Rosedale. And then I was talking to one of the owners of the or the bartenders, and he said they were reopening Mass as something else. So not reopening. I remember reading it somewhere, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> I can't remember either. But it's still going to be a venue. I so. hope so. I hope. I mean, it, it's only right. You know what I'm saying? To keep it a yeah. venue. But, hey, man. That's the thing, though. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Dude, I feel like that was sudden when they closed. Like, I, I didn't... Feel, well, I mean, I hadn't been there. I probably hadn't been there in, like, at least three or four months. When I heard... When they announced that they were mm-hmm. closing doors, I was like, dang. Yeah, I did some... Like, I always love that spot. I always had some fun fun times. Had Did some fun gigs. Um, over the years, like... I've been going to Mass for almost a decade maybe type shit but but it's fun it's definitely fun have fun <coughs> shout out to everybody who held it down whoever threw an event whoever you know you know it's dope man um we just need more solid hip hop spots you know what I'm saying like um have you ever done like those like uh like Fostepco did when they did that chill chill vibe like like that kind of like day show festival kind of thing you ever performed at one of those uh not really no i was just no. wondering because uh i mean only no nah, not really i mean the only type of thing stuff i did like that this year was like you know arts goggle mainstream art fest bigger stuff like that but yeah. like as far as it's like <clears throat> like how what you're talking about the only thing i've done like that was uh, damn, what was that shit called? It was on Ray Street too. It's another thing, but like, um, I forgot. I think I forgot. Oh, Solstice. It was called Solstice. Um, and uh, yeah, there was something like that. They would have like three different three spots, different stages. Three different, yeah. yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was like, because so, yeah. I went to that. I went to that one, and I I just went to go see Dank. <laughs> Dank go hang out and. I had, I man, there was all kinds of music there that day. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it was mosh pit and the freaking asphalt in the back. I was mm-hmm. like, that's not the place you need to have a mosh pit at. And then, uh, the, I mean, but you're right. There needs to be like a solid, like mm-hmm. like a hip hop venue, like. And I don't really feel like there is like a dedicated one. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's just there's just multi purpose venues now. Right. And I mean, that's the there. That's how the the venue makes the most money. Um, I mean, one of my advice to artists um, growing, coming up or whatever, or let's say you've been doing your thing for a while, you got a proper catalog and all that, and like, let's say you're not getting shows and stuff, uh, save your money and throw your own shows. You know what I'm saying? You you ain't gotta you ain't gotta uh, you ain't gotta have a middleman or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Throw your own shows. You know. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, link up, link up with fellow artists. Y'all can all, you know, bump heads and put ideas together and um, do something different. Go to other shows and take notes of, you know, you see what they do. Like, <coughs> how do you do something better? How do you, how do you make it different? How do you make it special? Just, just do it yourself. You know, um, and then from there, then if you want to do other spots, you can be like, hey. These are my shows. This is what kind of numbers we're bringing in. You know, come in with some uh, statistics. 
Yeah. Hey, and it, it, it'll, it'll, things will go a lot smoother when, um, if you want to connect with these other places. Other than that, just um, build relationships. You know what I'm saying? Don't just, a lot of, a lot of people think, you know, you just go in and like, um, you know, and just add, <laughs> I mean, shoot your shot, you know. Yeah. Send an email. Yeah, show then, up. yeah shoot your shot. But then yeah. again, at the end of the day, like, people want to see, you know, results. Results yeah. and facts. And but I just say, hey, um, you know, throw your own gigs. Yeah. And then for any pe- any people that are, um, you know, working on their craft, and, you know, barely getting started and stuff, I'll say don't even worry about shows right now. Just build content. Just, uh, <clears throat> just record, 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 because that's literally how I started. Dude, what's I, your catalog at right now? How many hours of music do you have? Five, I'm at five hours, about five hours. But then again, I still have a bunch of stuff just chilling. Yeah. And my email, my Dropbox, stuff like that. Just from, <clears throat> just from nonstop recording. And like that way, by the time you get out, and you actually do perform and stuff, and they'd be like, all right, cool. Let's say you drop a, a little project or whatever. They'd be like, okay, I like his little project. But then they find out you got a bunch of more stuff. That's exactly and what they just go down. Yeah. They just go down, you know, the rabbit hole. But I definitely, definitely build your, <coughs> build your content. Because, like, once people gravitate to what you're doing, they're going to always want more. Uh, so how long, how long did you get, like... When did you go like for all platforms, like Spotify, Apple Music? When, uh, when did you go all platforms? Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. That's one thing that I noticed. Like some, some, uh, there are a couple of dudes that I know that are like, oh, I, I got all my stuff on SoundCloud, and I'm like, I don't have SoundCloud downloaded, man. Like, and now, I mean, either you have Apple Music or you have mm-hmm. Spotify. I mean, there's some people that have Amazon Music, but. Even on SoundCloud, I had a few hour, a few hours of stuff. Yeah. Just you know, before I even put it out, before I even put new newer stuff out on you know, on on, on bigger platforms. And uh, yeah, and work on branding, work on branding too. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we, if you ever do a show or whatever, get some merch. Um, people don't care. Like you know, they want to support shit. Just put. You can just have a basic tee with your logo on it. As long as it's original and people, you know, think yeah. it's cool or catchy, they'll buy your stuff. They'll <laughs> support. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, the Fort Worth hats with the flip, the, the one, the this, the runs you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Like those hats get so much, so many. Like, hey man, where'd you get the hat from? Hey, oh, uh, because everybody's seen the Dallas upside down. Yeah. But no one had seen the Fort Worth, and you were just like, I'm gonna make it. And I mean, and not even just with that. Just like honestly, since the beginning, like before I met you or anybody, I always I've been doing my own merch since I was like eighteen years old. Yeah, and like the thing, my only strategy was I did it for myself. Yeah, and then people would just be like, "Yo, <coughs> what is that? Like, what are you wearing?" That's what I told you, bro. You need to make like, those brewed up jackets. And like I said, like jackets. Even if, like my original idea for those hats was like I was just gonna make them for myself and nobody's gonna have them unless <laughs> uh, unless I pass out or something somebody just steals it off my head or something like that. I know I want a new era fitted one. But um, is that one of one? But uh, yeah, that was always my original goal. So like, um, I would just make I always made stuff for myself because I always had ideas, 
And then people always just ask me, like, yo, where'd you get that? Or, like, oh, that's you? Like, yeah. And then, it, and then they'd be like, yo, you got to make more or whatever. And so yeah. that, that's how I get my ideas. I just make my little test product. I Bro, wear it. We need, we need Chug Life jerseys. We need uh, Brewed Up Click t-shirts. <laughs> I know you said you made those in the past, but that was before... Oh, that was that was all lazy. The whole brood up thing, that was like brood up click. That was all lazy's idea. Like he, um, I can't, I can't really take no credit for that. Like, of course, you know, I made the song brood up and stuff, <coughs> all about you know craft beer and stuff. But like, what the when it came to like brood up click and the Buck Boys and all that, like that's all that's all lazy. But yeah, man. You try to get them to drop like mixtapes, like, like, <coughs> like either like like get some get some local artists together, have actually have cool stuff, drop mixtapes, maybe maybe drop some screw tapes or something. Exactly. I don't know. But he's a busy man. He's he's a busy guy. Yeah, man. But I mean, because do we have anybody in Fort Worth that's chopping and screwing anything? That's what it slowed and reverbed. Is that what they say now? Uh, slowed, slopped, not chopped. Yeah, so, shit like that. I mean, full step go. He'll do that. Yeah. Every every t- every track that I've <laughs> recorded, he'll always he always sends me the original and a slowed version. For some reason, I don't know why. Because he wants you to drop the slowed one. <laughs> we never do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing against him, like. But like, no, we never drop them. But, <coughs> but lazy should do one. Yeah. Yeah, like ten, tra- like ten artists. Is there ten artists that would that would be willing to do that? I mean, that wouldn't be hard to put together. But everybody, they mama rapping now. <sighs> yep. I'm gonna record an album. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I can't rap. Bro. It's just always when you start paying, like even with like podcasters, it's like, like once I started, like once I started meeting like one or two podcasters, the next thing you know, it's like every Dude, other, every other like, person's but, a podcaster. But there's people that like I don't consider myself a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Like yes, I run a small podcast, mm-hmm. but I don't like I don't have proper mics. I don't have headphones. Mm-hmm. I don't have all this extra. Like I'm actually. I mean, a lot of them are in the same boat as you, honestly. Yeah, but I mean, like. For me, honestly, this started out so me and my cousin had an excuse to drink and nobody could tell us like, oh, well, we got plans. Like, oh, we yeah. made plans. We, were, we made a schedule. We're going to shoot a podcast. But and hey, I can't knock them. Like, as long as they enjoy it, they have fun. <clears throat> and honestly, like, me and my cousin, we got, to, we got to bond and, like, shoot the shit and giggle and laugh. Man, there's been sometimes we're crying, laughing, and like crazy people, just us two in a room. Mm-hmm. Talking about our memories and shit. So sometimes it's like, well, you know. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I mean, that's great. That's like you know, it's deeper. It you know, makes it you know gives it deeper meaning. Well, that's how I always tell my cousin. Like, uh, I always tell I, I always try to touch on mental health. Like, dude, honestly, sometimes I record a podcast by myself just to talk to myself. Just because, like, you know, you can get more get more out of what your your process if you're if you're saying it out loud. So yeah. that's one of my, what's one of my therapeutic things that I do mm-hmm. is I'll sit there and I'll talk to myself. And when you say some of your problems out loud, you're like, man, this ain't a problem. You're just, you're overthinking some stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, don't stress out about that. Move on to the next issue. 
Like, sometimes we overthink everything. Yeah. We all do. That's facts. I try not to, but I know I do. All right. So, zone 2-6. Zone 2-6. And then... Loggers in the Lounge. Loggers in the Lounge. Which is out everywhere. You can go get that... um, Every digital platform, loggers in the lounge, JOE 357. Get that. When's, that. when's the next single drop? Uh, New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Me and uh, Dank 817. The song is called Focus. Focus. Yeah. I'm trying to get Dank to record an R&B album. <laughs> <coughs> we were joking around about it the other night. Hey, thanks a funny man. He's yeah, dude. Thanks, he man. He's he's a, he's fucking fun to hang out with. He will pull up on you. No matter where you at, he'll pull up on you. <laughs> oh yeah, man. He went to that wrestling at that Ridgely Theater. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm gonna have to go to a wrestling event, like one of those small local ones. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to go check one out. Take my kids. What was that? I went to Lagerfest at Turning Point. Like they, I didn't know they were having wrestling. Yeah, dude, there's wrestling there. like right down the street from there. There's like a wrestling yeah. school. They do wrestling shows every Saturday, yeah. and I was like, because I, when I went out there the last, I went out there to see Santa Claus. I took my kids to Turning Point, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I went to that horror freak. You ever been out there? Mm-hmm. They got like a, a vintage arcade spot. It's like ten dollars while you can play, and then they got a store called uh, I think it's called Arc or. It's Retro Freak, and it's, uh, like, old vintage toys, like Power Rangers, and okay. and they got all the, like, Funko Pops. and. But they got some expensive shit, man. Yeah, they got a, a PlayStation 2, like, stand from GameStop for two grand, <laughs> for yeah. $2,000. I was like, I didn't know a PlayStation 2 that bad. And they got, <laughs> like, a retro, like, a horror, like, horror stuff, like, horror toys and movies. And they got, like, a vintage shop just called Freak, kind of like Doxin, divide down so far work. Okay. But it's just this weird little strip out there by Turning Point. But, dude, like, I, I get down it's on like Turning Point. H-E-B, Euless, Bedford. Yeah, it's Bedford. Some, some, yeah, it's Bedford. It's, it, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, H-E-B for sure. But, yeah. Like, Bedford. Yeah. I, I, I've always thought it was so weird that they called all that area Hearst, Euless, Bedford. Yeah. That's, and their, they, that's their DFW. Yeah, and we're H-E-B. <laughs> and I was like, ah. H-E-B, H-E-B's a grocery store. <laughs> but they've been H-E-B for a long time. I used to I used to go to school out there, private school. I wouldn't be surprised if they get one at some point. Shit. <clears throat> they, they got the one in Burleson. What, did they just open another one out there in Alliance, I think? Yeah. First, I th- no, it's not Frisco. It's like... I don't know. H-E-B. It's, like, it's up there. Like, sometimes they got they got some craft beers that I haven't seen nowhere else. One of these days, I'll just roll through there and see what these white folk up to. <laughs> like I knew a dude, he got a PS Five at HEB in Burleson. because <laughs> really? yeah, they have electronics in there too. What the fuck? And I was like, I, I know I went, they, they got one of those signature Krogers in Mansfield. So I remember when the Fiesta down by the Grand Plaza like first came out and like walked up in that bitch was like, damn, y'all sell furniture and fucking furniture and, TVs and work boots and, and TVs and shit like what the <coughs> one stop shop. Baby, it's the flea market. Yeah, it's like damn in the AC. Yeah, 
some of man, some of those Mexican grocery stores. Same with the um, Grand Plaza. Some... They're trying to get like actual stores and shit. Yeah, they're tr- like they're trying to get like, I like. Do, do you remember way back, dude? When it was, you remember when it was Town Center? Of course. I remember race. That's where I got my grill, my first grill. Of course. Yeah. How my, my homies, grill? Yeah, my homies got their little bottom piece. They couldn't yep. get. The... I got the top six <laughs> with the princess cut. The white gold bottom piece. I'm <laughs> like, that nigga, stainless steel. <laughs> hey, man. It don't change the color of your teeth, man. Like, oh, man. Because I, I used to have the top six and then the, with the double vampire fangs. I thought I was bad. <laughs> and that's where I used to get my bootleg Mitchell and Ness throwback jerseys. Yeah. Oh, man, that was. And then they got a GameStop, and they, now they started turn, trying to call it a mall. I got a GameStop. Now. I went. I was in there, and I got. They had a Stone Cold Steve Austin figure that was for pre-order, mm-hmm. and I went in there and bought it. And I forgot about it. It was like three months later. They called me. I was like, "Who's this?" They're like, it's GameStop. And I was like, well, "Okay." They're like, "Your your products here." I'm like, what product? They're like, uh, you bought a Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he comes in a can, and he's like a little Funko character. It's like, oh, yeah? When did I buy this? Pre-order was like three months ago. I was like, but it's there right now, and I already paid for it. They're like, yeah. I was like, okay. I'll be down there to pick it up. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that's the thing with, like, pre-order shit. Same thing with vinyls, man. Vinyls, <coughs> I got pre-order of vinyl. I'll get that bitch, like, next year. Yeah. <laughs> be like what is this? What, is this? what did I buy? Yeah, Dude. that like my and son, my oldest son Troy. He's so into vinyls, and then he was telling me he's like, I didn't know that the more you play a vinyl, the more you wear it out. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a piece of plastic, and when that needle's going over it, at some point, it's not gonna go over it. Well, uh, well. The thing with that is, like, a lot of times when it's ruining the vinyl, it's because of the needle most of the time. It's mm-hmm. just, like, if the need, the needle could be going bad, and now it's just, like, fucking... <laughs> fucking all your shit up. up. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah. But I got homies that, like, buy fucking... <coughs> that hoard fucking vinyls, too. They fucking buy, like, two copy, two, three copies of one. And it's like, I gotta get this one. I gotta get the special edition. I gotta, get, I gotta get the black one to play. I gotta get the clear one to chill. Yeah, the red one. <laughs> yeah, he was. That's what he was. That's right. what my son was telling me about. He's like, I was at a, I was at Docs. They had a trippy red album, but it wasn't the red one, so I didn't buy it. <laughs> I was like, okay. He's like, you know what I'm talking about? I'm like, yeah, the vinyl's a different color. He's like, yeah, that's what I was talking about. But yeah, there's some some of that, like I, but like because he likes vinyl, and honestly, the only place to buy vinyl is local. Like, around here, like, there's not, we don't have, like, a major, there's not even major record stores. You go to Best Buy, and they've got, like, maybe, like, 30 vinyls in there. I but mean, it's nothing definitely, you definitely support your local uh, record stores, for sure. Yeah, Docs, Docs has so much of my money for records. Yeah, of And course. so does Record Town, because every time we go over there, it's it's at least $30 just to leave. I haven't, yeah, I haven't been to Record Town really like that. Or if I have, <laughs> I didn't really buy anything. I, I've been to Panther City Vinyl. I bought a couple shit. Dude, I don't think I've even been to Panther. Where's that one at? On Magnolia. On Magnolia? I need um, to go. Docs, for sure. And then, if you haven't been to one on uh, Ray Street, Born Lake <laughs> Records. Yeah, there that that one I was telling you in Bedford. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Freak. It's a vintage store, but they have records. They had a 3-6 Mafia first pressing for $300 out there. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, their their sister store is uh, is that one on Ray Street. I've been I bought Troy a, a Childish Gambino shirt in there. Mm. If you like uh, for the people out there, if you like band tees, go to Born Lake Records on Ray Street. Like yeah. that's that's they, my gold. They have mine. like three rooms. That's my gold mine for uh, band t shirts. Like they had a Pantera shirt in there for like I think four hundred dollars. I was gonna come out with like four or five shirts, so it's just like. <coughs> and then people always ask me like, "What you know about that?" I was like, "I only I only buy band shirts that I'm actually artists that I actually listen to." So. Just walk, walking around with a Metallica shirt on, you can't name five. Songs. I was like, "Who the fuck doesn't know Metallica?" There's people out there, bro. Believe me. I'm like Ice Cube. I like your favorite. Your favorite <coughs> artist knows uh, Metallica. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, that's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's like the Snoop Dogg of, of rock, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want to go to that show, that Pantera Metallica show. What was, the, what was the last one I bought? It was a Godsmack uh, Three Doors Down, like, tour yeah. shirt. Um, I got a Megadeth shirt. I got... I think my favorite is this Disturbed shirt I have. It's like, it's bleached like from halfway going down. And it's fucking sick. I don't wear it as often, but it's sick. Um, what else I got? I got a bunch of <coughs> shit. Those one of ones? The ones that no one else is rocking? Right. Uh, I mean, even if they, you know... Even if somebody else has it, I always try to, like, put a little touch on it. Like, yeah. a lot of times when I buy stuff, or if I buy something somebody has, I, always, I usually tweak it a little bit. Or, yeah, I just have something nobody else really has. Yeah. I'm always looking at stuff like, yo, can I make this better, or is it good how, how, it, how it is? is it, yeah, it's good like this. <laughs> We're at 46 minutes. Okay. You want this last beer? Oh, sure. Oh, I'll open it for you. I already, I already killed mine, and I got to chill, so. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, watching any cool uh, TV shows lately? Man, <coughs> I started watching that Wednesday. Okay. And, uh, I only watched... I think I only made it through like four episodes and I fell asleep. But that's when uh Is it like dark or is it just like funny? Uh <coughs> it's kinda I mean it's along the lines of both. Like it's not like over the top like mm-hmm. horror, but like there's like subtle stuff. Okay. And from what I remember, let's put it that way. <coughs> but that girl that plays Wednesday, uh Jenna Ortega, mm-hmm. she was she was the little girl or the, she was the younger sister on uh, on that show You where that guy he's like a murderer oh girl I and know. I didn't know it was, was her I remember. And but she used to be on the Disney channel too and then <laughs> that's when Dank made a post he was like when you're attracted to Wednesday it's creepy but when you're attracted to Jenna Ortega it's okay because she's playing a girl in high school but she's like 29 or she's like 20 something mm-hmm. years old but that concept of in your head, like, oh no, like, like, and I told, I, I told Dave, I was like, yeah, you're right, bro. Like when you think about it that way, 
uh, <coughs> being attracted to a girl that's playing a little girl, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> but what do you yeah, been watching? Watched the, um, what have I been watching? Uh, have you ever watched Sixty Days In? Or Is that people, the one where people are like, yeah, people volunteer to uh, go <coughs> dude, to, I, to be a rat. <laughs> yeah, I went, the only time I ever watched it, that one dude was like, <coughs> I want to say he was like ex-military or something, mm -hmm. and he was the one. He's like, he goes and he gives them the signal, like he figured it out, mm -hmm. like, come on, get me out of here. And he's like, my shoulder hurts. Looking yeah. at the camera. And he's like, my shoulder, I need to see a doctor. <laughs> it's like, bro, you're like giving yourself away. Everyone in there is like, yeah, there's a rat in here for sure. That dude keeps talking about his shoulder staring yeah. at the camera. I've seen like, all the, <coughs> I'm, I'm watching the, the latest season right now, but I've seen pretty much all the seasons and like, people do some dumb ass shit on there. But uh, like, the new season, now they actually bring, they actually, the, the contestants are actually like ex- Ex uh, inmates. Oh yeah. So they're like. So they know how they can fit in a little bit better. Yeah, but then some <laughs> of them kind of like revert that. You know, saying it's just like. You know, yeah. It's like and one dude was I'm about like, to take this over for sixty days. Yeah, one dude was like losing his sanity. He's like he had to like he had to quit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't imagine doing that. Like signing up for that. Like I'm voluntarily. Do they? What do they get out of it? That, well, well uh, of course they get. No variety, but like at the same time, like I was looking it up, they only get like three grand an episode. So it's just like, so if you stay for the whole sixty days, and then those usually the sixty the <coughs> seasons like fifteen episodes, so three grand times fifty, what, fifteen, 15 like forty five grand, something like that. Yeah, you know, and then you got taxes. So, like, so yeah, so like thirty thousand dollars for. But that's only for but then again, two I'm, months. If I were to do it, I'd be like, yo, can I get a royalty? Like, if y'all yeah. if y'all re-air it or whatever. <clears throat> oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, who was that dude? You know that one Mexican actor that plays a Mexican in every movie? He was like Hector in the first <laughs> Like <fast>. Danny Trejo? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm sure they've been in a movie together. I can't remember his name, but he's a bald Mexican dude with a mustache. He was, he was Hector in the first Fast and the Furious like the leader of the Mexican gang or I think group, I about. but he's in like Bruce Almighty, and like he's a motivational speaker. And he said, "I was okay. in the streets and everything." Yeah. And then he made I made one Burger King commercial back in the day, and then they kept sending me a check every month. Mm -hmm. And he said that's where he the majority of his money is royalties. Like, mm -hmm. like he would take like less money on some acting gigs as long as he got royalties. So like every time they show Bruce Almighty. On TV, that dude gets like fifteen hundred dollars for it, right? And it's that's like, that. yeah, I mean, that's a what is it? What do they call that? A whatever income. Yeah, I watched a lot of Shark Tank too. So like, yeah, Mister Wonderful is always like royalty. Yeah, I want, I want, I'm, I want this in my investment until I make it back, and then I want royalty. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> he's like, yeah, because <laughs> I watched that okay, one death day. Death Records. He's like, well, um. <laughs> He goes, I'll I'll give you a what did you say um uh a, a a venture debt, so I'll give you like six hundred thousand dollars, and then you pay me, you pay me six percent back mm -hmm. until you pay me back that money, and then you only pay me three percent after that, mm -hmm. and the guy's like, oh, okay, 
So you're gonna give your so I'm gonna pay you six hundred thousand dollars, and continue to pay you three percent after that. He's like, no deal. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, there's like I, I get it. Like that, but that business side, it's a whole other side, man. I mean, I understand a lot of them, but like, a lot of them like be like, um, you know, saying it's like this is what this is their stuff, and like there's mm-hmm. something, it's something that they, you know, you know, generational wealth. Yeah. As, you know. But that a lot of them, they they come in there unprepared. They ain't got no numbers and like that, and so like, and then and then somehow they still get a deal. Yeah. And they still be turning it down. <laughs> like you stupid motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's there's money, man. But some people just don't. I don't know. A lot of it is driving initiative, and then oh, uh, you can always cook up another idea. Yeah. Well, always. like some of those people, they have like thousand. They have like a hundred thousand dollars invested in their idea. And now they're trying to make it really blow up. Well, I, I, and at the same time, a lot of them don't don't start it from nothing. Started from nothing. They'll be like, "Oh, we put five hundred dollars in a yeah. piece, or, or, or just me put five hundred dollars in. This is where we're at." Type yeah. shit. So that's I mean that's cool. A lot of them they come in I already have numbers and stuff, but like you know they just can't get the inventory or <coughs> shit like that. The warehouse space, the mm-hmm. shipping and receiving the mm-hmm. end of it. Yeah. That's another thing I'm noticing out here. All these fucking warehouses and shit and building up, you know? Dude, we got three Amazons in Fort Worth now, I think. It's going to be shit. Probably more. <clears throat> you can part-time Amazon deliver parts in your own, or deliver packages yeah. in your own car. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, you're, yeah, they'd be like, yeah, your shit's delivering. I look outside, there's a Jeep pulled off mm-hmm. or some shit. Like, some random Jeep? Yeah. No sign on it, no yeah, nothing. Man. Like, uh, I go puff this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. Did I, I fuck with Uber Eats this fucking Because <laughs> I, I door dashed. I was door dashing for a while. And then it just got to the point when gas got too high that it wasn't profitable. Mm-hmm. I was losing money. Hey, man. Shout out to everybody who be, you know, door dashing, doing all that. Lyft, Uber, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all, the, sure. troop, y'all the troopers. For real. Um, dude, those are some of my favorite conversations with Uber drivers. Every time I, I get in an Uber driver's car, <clears throat> I feel like, all right, this is going to be a cool conversation. And uh, the weirdest one I ever had, <coughs> this dude, we were talking about, I was talking about going to the strip club. And not really my jam. I don't go to the strip club very often. Honestly, I've only been twice. And it was just like, all right, twice. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go. And then uh, we were talking and he was like, oh, well, uh, what do you what do you think about the strip club that you're going to? I was like, I've never been there before, bro. I go honestly. I go. I I I like I like real women. Like I don't I don't know. Like it just seems like it's all for show and fake in there. I mean yeah. I mean they're working. Yeah, I know they are. <laughs> but like, but the, in my in my mindset, that's the only reason. That's one of the reasons I don't go to a strip club because it's like, hey, I want to spend money on this. I kind of just would rather spend money and hang out with a girl, like an actual girl, and like let's go get dinner and a movie and go to the club. The trick is to bring women with you to the strip club. Mm-hmm. That's how I went to the Flocker Girls with me. <laughs> learning, learning, and we're having a great learning, time. Learning I was just right chilling. Now. I was just chilling. I get to watch. I, you know, I, I just go. To, I just go to chill. Like, I just go to chill, and then like somehow the beers are cheap there. <coughs> so like a lot of times I go, it's like three dollar beers, and I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. And I'm like, so I'm like, I just chill, and I, I don't spend no money. Yeah. Well, I went. I've been going to the wrong strip clubs, then apparently. <laughs> 
Because that's been way too much money that night. You know, we go in there and chill. The girls were having a great time. Da, da, da. I'm just in the background, posted up. Like, you know. <laughs> and then somehow, I always meet these, I always meet these, I always meet people somehow out of weirdness. It's like, I remember one time I went, this dude was giving me money to tip the girl. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, bro, I, I tell him, go tip the bitch. And he's like, he's like, no, man, here you go, man. Go have a good time. I'm like, man, this dude will give me like $20. I'll go over there and throw five. He's like, fool by my beers. I was like, yeah, I was like, hell yeah. I was like, I like, I guess, just, I was like, I was like, damn. Dude, some people just got money. They some, don't know what to do with it. Somebody <laughs> just get off on that shit. This is weird. <laughs> For real. Real shit. Nah, Real man, shit. Yo, go tip her, grab her ass. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I remember one time I was talking, I had this, uh, I don't know if you ever, uh, there was a, there was a strip club called <coughs> Temptations. I used to be like going, going west, um, off 20, going west towards, uh, Alito type shit, west towards Alito yeah. Hazel. Yeah. And, um, they were open to like three, four in the morning. Yeah. So like, I remember we were in there like, um, Probably like three. It was probably like two thirty already at least. And like, it's two two guys, two guys that I know. They're like strip club popular because you know they trap and shit, and they always come with they always come with money and stuff like that. So and they knew they knew the <coughs> staff very well. So like, we're all chilling, and the homie's like, "Yeah, talk to my boy right here." So she, this girl sits in my lap, and we're chilling, talking. I'm, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm talking to her, and then next thing you know, she just starts falling asleep in my lap. <laughs> I just started smacking her ass. I just started smacking. Every time she was dozing off, I smacked her ass. I was like, <laughs> yo, wake up. And she was hilarious. And, like, that shit was funny. But, like, yeah, it was cool. And then plus it was BYOB and shit. It's like. <coughs> that's, where, that's where I go. But it was it was a hood ass it was a hood ass fucking strip club. Thankfully, <coughs> thankfully I never been you know in a club or a strip club and shit pops off like yeah. You know it's like, Cause I don't think I've been in a bar when it popped off. Like with, I ain't never been in there with like a, a, well a couple fights. I have seen a couple yeah. of fights in my day. Yeah, usually if some something happens, it's just between two people, and I was like, cool. Yeah. But like I did it was one it was one time something actually popped off. We we're at uh. We're, but it wasn't a strip club or nothing. It was, we were downtown for where, at uh, it was called uh, V Lounge at the point. Yeah, Studio yeah. Eighty is at now. Yeah, where Studio yeah. is right now, and um, me and my homies were all out there. We're chilling, like cause usually when, if I when we used to go downtown, we used to go deep. Mm-hmm. Like we used to be like fifteen, twenty, twenty five. Like we don't just you know, it's not just five people linking yeah. together. Like we like we unite. We taking over. Like we unite, and then you know other people do the same shit. So uh, it's a lot of people out there. Everybody's chilling, vibing. And then next thing you know, uh, two dudes get into it over a chick or something like that. Next, and then next thing you know, somebody threw a chair. And I was just like, no, it reminded me of that Boondocks episode. Somebody threw a chair, and somebody threw a chair, and next thing you know, a whole battle royale started. So that was basically what happened. Somebody threw a chair or some shit, or and next thing you know, there's bottles, there's glass flying. So this is me going through the whole shit. I'm ducked down. I'm, I'm, I get out of there smooth and easy. 
I hop over. <laughs> I hop over the balcony. The balcony, yeah. The little, well, not necessarily balcony, it's just but a, like it's just the, the it, patio. Yeah, the, yeah. I hop over the patio <laughs> fence, and I'm like chilling, you know. And I'm like waiting for my homies to come out, man. I see people coming out, like either bruised or they got some people got hit with glass. <laughs> They're fucking bleeding and cut up. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. <laughs> Y'all look bad. Man, I, I looked up to the sky and said, thank God. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, thank you. I mean, one of my homies, oh, actually one of my homies and one of my homegirls got hit. But, like, but it wasn't like fatal or nothing, thankfully. Yeah. But like, they got they got a little bit of cut. Um, little, one, girl, one girl got cut a little bit. Another dude just got, you know, a little bruised. But like. Somebody in there got fucked up, though. <laughs> I, somebody got in, in there fucked up. I didn't know who it was, and I didn't see it, but I already know somebody got <laughs> fucked up. It was, too many, it was too many people in there. Somebody got fucked up. Yeah. And, like, that was that was crazy. <coughs> but, <coughs> but, yeah. I ain't never been out there when nothing like that went Yeah, no. but a lot of times when shit pops off, it's just usually between two people, you know, they sell it like a man type shit. I see some dudes get tackled and depel them one time, and the cops take them in. <laughs> but that's the closest I've, I've never seen nothing like that—a full-out brawl break out. Yeah. Or if anybody pulled a gun on anybody, they didn't really use it. They like yeah. shot in the air or some shit, or just you know pulled it on somebody and just you know scared them off type shit. But, but, you know. Thankfully, I I mean my homies got stories for days. I'm sure your homies got stories. She, you probably got stories. <laughs> Said, but like, I got no stories about people pulling guns and stuff. But like, thankfully, you know, thankfully, I feel like you know, something's watching over me. Like, that's you know, what I, I never really, I never really been in a situation like that. That's what I told my cousin. <laughs> Someone's watching over me. I'm not sure who. I'm not sure why, but I, I be leaving some pretty dicey situations unscathed sometimes. Yeah. And kind of, <clears throat> that's what I start wondering about purpose. What am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole nother topic. Right. All right, man. I think we're going to call it. I think we're almost at an hour. Anything you want to plug? Uh, Brewed Up Joe. Like, you just brewed up a cup of coffee. Brewed Up Joe on all social media. Definitely follow me. I got a, a bunch of stuff on the way. Um, more gigs, more merch. Uh definitely follow my boy right here um you know leave some comments uh and hey give him some give us some suggestions on his next For episode sure. you know give him topics give you know um stuff like that anybody else uh, you know recommend anybody else you want, <coughs> want on the podcast or, if you want to do the podcast just yeah. let me know we'll figure I'll, it out it, man pay it for any any uh anybody got a brand or anything you want to plug, man, hit, hit my homie up with some merch, and you know, and for the shout out and stuff, you know what I'm saying, hit my man up, and um, that's all I got, that's about it, uh, alright guys, y'all take it easy, I need another beer. <laughs>